0: Hello, hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in today and hope you are all having an amazing week. I hope you're all doing awesome. I am doing pretty great. I am in an awesome routine and I'm only home two months or two months, two weeks out of September. My husband was just making fun of me. He's like, why do you like to travel so much? Like, I really do. I really like my routine. But after like a week or two, I'm like ready for a a quick change. So I'm going to both California and Hawaii in September. When this episode comes out, I might be on one of those trips and I'm just super excited. So I'm also super disciplined with my content creation this month because I only have two weeks to do any recording, any content that I need to do out of the whole month. So I have to be like really disciplined with it. And so that's what today is. Today is content recording in various ways, including the podcast. Today, I am talking about a common mistake that people are making with tracking their ad results and the results from their ads. So I see this mistake made both with my students in Ignite before like their understanding I guess of ad tracking before they go through the content and understand you know the goal of it and then also with potential clients when we audit their overall when we audit what, what they're doing with their tracking how they're looking at their ad results it's not only a mistake in how they're tracking it it's actually a mistake in like understanding how to track ads and attribution to ads. So and we've also had to explain this to a lot of our current clients and so I figured you know, doing a podcast on it would be helpful. And first of all, a lot of people who come to me before working with us are not tracking anything. So first step is actually track your ads and do your daily, weekly tracking, which I've, I've done an episode on what to track in those times, but we have like obsessive tracking. But we go a step further and what you want to track and the mistake people are missing on is like, how do you attribute ad results? So Facebook, a lot of times is, So they have what's called an attribution window and so you can set it to say i think it's 28 day attribution window you can change that you know to be seven day 14 day and basically what that means is if somebody clicks that ad and then in like seven days or 14 days they then buy or they then take action it will attribute it back to the ad in theory now facebook's pixel is not perfect at this and so you want some backup measures to make sure this is happening but the the bottom line is this to know truly how your facebook ads are working and have the full big picture and this will this might even a lot of times hopefully improve your results because not everybody is going to click an ad, watch a webinar, buy. And a lot of times like we're kind of just looking at that like immediate metric and you need to also be tracking the long-term metric or What else are people buying? Like, are they going to the webinar and then buying your product, but then maybe in a month or buying your book or buying your, you know, signing up for your membership site? And like, ideally, not just because we want to know our true ROI, but we also want to know what's working and what's not working. What audiences are working? What audiences have a higher customer value? So we need to know those things. So there's a couple ways that you can do it. One of the big ways we do it is UTM codes. So that that basically will help cross check with Google data, Google Analytics, and Facebook Pixel and cross check that. And also, you can have the big, you, you set the bigger attribution window so you can see, you know, in 28 days, for example, like all, all of the activity, because there's going to be a lot of people who don't immediately convert. And so, if you make the mistake of only viewing the leads in that way, then you're going to kind of miss out on like knowing what is and isn't working. And obviously there's other contributors to getting those people to convert besides the ads. So they're probably going through an email sequence and they watched a webinar and they're being nurtured by your content and all of those things are contributing to the picture, big picture of getting your ads to work. But you want to ideally know like what campaign they came from, what ad set they came from, what audience they came from so we can put more money into that. So the other way we track this with most of our clients, because it's kind of a pain sometimes, but it really is like 100% accurate and not arguable at all with, um, you know, if it's right. Because the Facebook pixels, sometimes you're like, really? Like, I don't think that's accurate or it's double counting or it's counting. And the problem is a lot of agencies, most agencies just report on the Facebook pixel and they don't cross check the third party data at all. And it's a big problem because then you're like, wait a second, I'm not actually making that much money that you're saying I'm making. And so then my ads are not actually working as well as you're saying they are. So um, what we do is we create a separate funnel. So like, let's say you have a webinar funnel and quick funnels, we duplicate it or we have you duplicate it if you're a client, but we suggest you duplicate it or I teach that and you create that separate funnel and that link you only use in your ads so you only use that link in your Instagram ads in your Facebook ads that you're running and then if you promote it organically you are then using you know a different link and so that way through any other way that you're promoting it you're using a different link and so what that does is you can tag the person who came in originally from the Facebook ad and then in most CRM softwares, you're able to pull up a list of people like in ours, I use Entreport and in ours, you know, I can make a group of people who have, you know, my Facebook ad tag and bought Ignite, for example. So then after my launch, like, you know, we're list building now for months, you know, three, four months. And after that, I can go back and say, well, how many people from my initial list building ads for sure converted to buying Ignite and work cold traffic? And I can kind of do that that report and it's that's so key because that gives me a really good picture of like also long game how my ads are converting um, and so having that tag usually allows you to see okay everybody with that tag like what's everything they bought and and what's like the trends there are they buying multiple products how long is it taking them um, to buy that product and so it's really important that you view your Facebook ads and your reporting and like what we call attribution to know originally that lead came in from Facebook and ideally you try to figure out where it came in. Like if you have the UTM codes and the pixel set up, what you can do in your ad account is have all your products and your product values set up. So you can pull all those columns and look at your campaigns and look at all of the sales of let's say you have, you know, a webinar and a book and a, um, challenge or something for sale like you could pull all those different products <coughs> sorry guys and you're able to see you know what ads. so for example your webinar campaign might contribute to you know a hundred Last month, 100 course sales, but it also might contribute to those people converting to let's say you have an upsell and five of those people bought the upsell. And so then you're able to add that together and see the full ROI, if that makes sense. And then you're also able to see what campaigns are producing the highest valued customer so we usually do both. We usually do UTM code so we can see it all in ads manager and the tagging in the third party, just in case something doesn't fire right or it overfires like that third party measure of having that separate funnel, separate tag is you can't argue it with Facebook. Like it's it's accurate, you know, because you're actually seeing the leads. The other thing to note that I, we had a situation that I think we had to explain kind of like, let's look at this. So we had. Um, a client who had two different funnels. They had a, um, they had two different... I actually don't... Uh, it's a big client, so I don't want to actually say the funnels because I don't want to... It could give it away. So they basically had two different lead gen funnels and each one led to each other. So they opted into one and then that one on the thank you page promoted the other lead gen funnel and then they opted into the other and that one promoted the other, if that makes sense. So um, basically... Sorry, I'm like trying to do it without saying what they are because it's a big launch happening and I think you guys will guess it. Um, So basically though, what we found was one, converted a lot cheaper on the front end so that, you know, opt-in A, what what that was, was converting at a dollar a lead. Really cheap, really good. Let's just say, I don't know exactly what it was. Between a dollar and two dollars, it was great. And then option two was converting a lot higher, like triple that. And what we noticed was those leads were actually going from opt-in A to opt-in B. And so they were like double signing up for something, which is a really valuable lead because they're that invested and they're willing to, you know, sign up for two things and consume that content and they're very valuable leads. So what we did was we said let's put the budget in opt-in A because it's cheaper in the front door and then we're getting them into opt-in B anyways and so you might have a situation there too where it's like the leads are coming in maybe less expensive from an opt-in and then to a webinar or something like that and so but they're still like making it through the steps and they're high quality when they do that so so knowing the attribution and knowing okay the lead initially came from this Facebook ad, this campaign promoting this, but then here's the action they took. They signed up for this, they bought this, then they bought this, and then in six months they bought this. It's so powerful to have that data. And for me, you know, for, for me, like for my launch, having the data in a year plus from now of how long people maybe sat on my list before buying Ignite on average is going to be really powerful. And I know one of our clients this was a couple of years ago, but they've been launching for a really long time, and they had all this amazing data. And what we discovered is that the average customer like lifespan between when they came on the list and then they bought was a year. And so, like that's a long time. Um, and so, knowing that is so important because people get frustrated when they don't have that initial uh, results and initial like immediate response and results. And like, that's just not always reality. Yes, there's going to be a percentage of people who always are quick, 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 quick action, fast action takers. But then there's going to be a probably even bigger percentage who sit there and maybe it's not the right time for them right now. Maybe they need some nurturing. And the key is that you know where they came from. And if you know that, then you're able to put more money into that original place, if that makes sense. So I guess this is not... First of all, track your ads. Second of all, understand attribution and so that you understand initially where was the first point of contact a cold lead is having with your brand and then what are they doing after that? Like what's their activity? What's their customer journey? What are they buying? How long is it taking them? And where can you attribute that back to that initial ad? And it will help you understand your ROI. It'll also help you optimize even more to know where to put your budget because for example... Let's say that example that I said about the two opt-ins was different and it was like opt-in A was really expensive and opt-in B was really cheap, but we knew opt-in A was getting a bunch of sales and opt-in B wasn't. What if I only looked at the cost per lead and I was like, well, let's put all the money into the cheap opt-in, but they're not converting to sales and I didn't notice that. It would really affect my results. So sometimes you pay more for the cost per lead But then you're getting that quality lead and you have to know all of those numbers and that kind of journey that that customer is taking and the actions they're taking in order to make those decisions. So hopefully this helped you guys understand that kind of picture that and you're able to look at that in your own marketing. If you want this kind of support in your marketing with Team Hirsch where we set all of this up for you the reporting and we make sure it's all set up and then we report on it weekly and we look at that. Um, you can go to helpmystrategy.com to apply to work with us and I will see you all next time. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast,